minus 50 seconds. T-minus 40 seconds. T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, we are live. It is me, usually one half of your dynamite dolls. Um, but I'm here with some special guests doing it different. I have writer for us here at Women's Wrestling Talk, Astrid. And we have some guests with us today. We are talking about Latinx Heritage Month, Hispanic Ooh. Heritage Month, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, we're here. We're out here. How are you today, Astrid? I'm nervous. There's a lot going on tonight when it comes to wrestling, but it's just <sighs> nice to have something different to talk about today about representation, which is something we don't talk about often. So it's nice to, even though I usually write and I'm behind the scenes, usually <laughs> nice to be on camera this time around too. Yes, we can see you. <laughs> we can read your articles now. We can see you. <laughs> and we have some awesome guests. Do you want to introduce? I guess we could. These are our friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to bring up my friend Daphne because Daphne and I, she was in one of my shows recently when I uh, was discussing NXT. And we have, you know, something we bond over is that we're both Puerto Ricans. So when we thought about this panel, I thought, who else can I bring in other than Daphne? So Daphne probably in the hot seat podcast is right below me. Yay. How are you doing today? Doing really well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited, and then this this lovely lady here today is uh, is is my my friend uh, and co-host of Kayfabe Queens, Amelia. How are you today? I'm good. I'm excited. This is cool. Yeah, different than what we usually do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is cool. We got we got Puerto Ricans and we got Mexicans here today. We got yeah covering some representation. <laughs> this is what we're here for representation mm -hmm. and you know do you want to you want to start Ash? we got a couple questions and things keep it in the chat if you guys have questions please we're, we're checking that out and we'll be posting that hi that's my tech team partner ed thank you hey <laughs> support <laughs> uh, no I, one of the things that i wanted to bring up when it comes to the points is something that i brought up in my article as well which is the one talking about puerto rican wrestlers uh female rappers uh, female wrestlers to be exact um 
one of the topics that I noticed, especially recently, like companies like WWE, who usually have stereotypical kind of roles for anybody that's Hispanic whatsoever. Um, so one of the things I was thinking about is like, how important is it for them to highlight like this representation, like not being stereotypical in any way, because we see people like Zelina right now, who, you know, she portrays the queen and she has a British accent when she comes in in the screen. So it's just like, she's something, she's doing something different from what you usually see somebody Hispanic, for example. And I like people like, like out of the Fantasma and NXT, for ex that's another example who bring up and they use their culture in a positive way in NXT, which I'm hoping that translate over to the main roster as well. So my question to you both is how important is it for them to highlight that representation in a way that's not stereotypical for anybody, especially Hispanics? Yeah, you want to go, Daffy? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's uh, really important. It's really cool to be able to see that. Uh, people like Melina and others I really looked up to and to be able to see them do their thing and be able to not only represent, um, you know, Latin people and everything. Uh, it's really cool. So I really like what they're doing with that. Yeah. I mean, representation, I guess, has always been important because we can see. And when we see someone who looks like us, it's evident. Like, you know, they're not blonde, blue-eyed bombshells. So from, you know, like Melina coming in, you're like, oh, I like her skin color. She has dark hair. She's Latina. I think she's Latina. Um, and it changes things for you. You're, you, you. It's definitely super important to, and it doesn't have, like their ethnicity does not have to be their like costume. You know, it doesn't have to be the highlight or the thing that you're focusing on. They, it's really what they bring in, in wrestling and charisma and stuff that stands out. Cause I never felt like she was exploited for her, um, mm -hmm. you know, ethnicity in any way. She was Melina. And that's it. Like, there's no question. But you know that she's Latina. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. tell I'll, I'll chime in. I agree. Because, like, we were talking about Melina. I just remember the minute I saw her, I went, oh, she looks like me. I'm, like, 15, you know? And I was like, Mom, Mom, look, I could do that. You know, and it changes your brain. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like, I think I jokingly wrote it in our zine, but I was like, I felt like Lita was the closest to being Mexican, but I knew she wasn't. Like, she just loves the Mexican culture and can speak Spanish. I was like, eh, close. I'll take what I could get. Yeah. And then I saw Melina and I was like, oh, that I could, I could be her. She's pretty. She could be me. You know, she had cool clothes. Like, she just changed, changed everything for me. Um, so is that generally everyone's first Latina, like, person. I mean, I want to say, like, for the most part, yes. But they're, yeah. like you said, make a point with Lita because Lita did do mm -hmm. Lucha for a minute mm -hmm. and um, had, like, there's, like, a sense that you could tell she had an appreciation for Lucha, you know, and um, she came from that background. You could tell she was slippy dippy like that. <laughs> but even, like, people mm -hmm. like Sarah Stock, who was, like, mm -hmm. deep in, like, the, you know, Lucha door scene in Mexico, like, she spent a whole lot of time in Mexico before coming, you know, and working for WWE and, like, I thought for a minute Sarah Stock was Mexican. I was like, she's badass. Like, she was a full luchadora. And, like, to see her, like, find out she's, like, white Canadian lady, I was like, oh, my God. Well, she's an honorary Mexican to me. <laughs> but, we'll you know, she kind of represented our culture through her style. Um, and But I, that was, like, the first time I was like, okay, women can come in with that. Like, Gail came in with, like, a, Gail Kim came in with the luchador style, too. Um, so it's cool to even just see your... Um, that style represented in wrestlers as well. They may not be Mexican and they may not be Puerto Rican or Latino, but they bring that style. There's a style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
highly influenced. Highly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you, sorry, Astrid, you didn't even get to answer your own question. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. Um, for me, uh, yeah, aside from Valina, I think for my next one will be AJ Lee because it's one of those, I feel like there was a, a huge gap in between there and we didn't have anybody that was Hispanic. And then she came on and I said, she kind of looks Hispanic, but I wasn't sure. Um, and then reading back, to, you know, about her life and even after reading her book, you know, she's half Puerto Rican. I kept thinking, there's no way. I finally have a girl that's Puerto Rican. She's nerdy and she likes video games and all that stuff and comic books. Like, there's no way. So watching her growing from NXT like the game show NXT uh, until the main roster. It just, I, I, I was cheering for her, rooting for her. Just like, I want her to succeed. I want her to do well. And then when she became Divas champion, she was the longest queen. I said, you know, I, this is one of the first Hispanic women I ever see being highlighted in such a way like this. Um, and then now I feel like having so many, uh, like I, and even writing the article I was writing, I felt like there were so many women who could, we could pinpoint now at least. And I feel like, I can count them now. Usually I feel like there wasn't enough and at least I can make a list now, which is awesome. Um, it's, you know, I, I kept thinking like I, I started watching Zelina when she was Rosita in Impact and that was my time. That's how I was introduced to her. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, can't, I couldn't think about like at first the woman that I thought I was like, there was only Melina for a while and that was it. And, and then now at least I can say, look, I have a couple here and a couple over there. You know, we have Diamante over here in AEW as well. And we have people like Tainara, who's Brazilian, also representing Hispanics and uh, Latinos in AEW as well. So we have a little bit of everything, which I really like uh, more than anything. There's a little bit of every company. There's at least one or two Latinos, which I really like when it comes to representation. Yeah, definitely. Like you can just see it, and it's and it's not, and they're all different, which is mm -hmm. what we are. We're all different. We're not one thing <laughs> yeah, but latinas can be nerds too and yep. like comic books you can, be nerdy. you can be sexy you can be yeah. all of the things well that is the thing too like they weren't exploited or stereotyped either because mm -hmm. like we didn't really we were kind of like i don't know if she is or not but because it wasn't like thrown in your face like mm -hmm. you know she wasn't a fiery latina <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean she was fiery but you know yeah. <laughs> it wasn't <Yeah. laughs> I didn't hear the word spicy thrown around, thank God. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we're talking about this in representation, obviously, but as in, in wrestlers, but also, like, we're all doing this. We're all talking about it, but, like, in media as well, just being... You know, oh my Latinx people Lillian in the media. Garcia. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Wait, there was our first. Yeah. <laughs> but like the growth of all of us talking about it and not you know commenting it because we've been at this for going on four years, and there wasn't very many brown people or you know we didn't have a lot. So just to see even the past couple of years in media, you know, here on mm. Women's Wrestling Talk, other platforms you have your own platforms to see that like how does that feel um i think it's definitely inspiring to actually see that i mean to be honest i feel like i've been here for a long time but i feel like i'm basically almost playing catch up with that uh, so i'm actually learning a lot from others and learning things i wish i knew earlier uh, so definitely helps out a lot yeah yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, I keep thinking for me, it's, I wanted to do this for a long time, but I feel like between my voice and my accent, I, people wouldn't accept me to do it online, to be honest. Um, and then I've been, I've had a year of doing this recently in uh, July, and it's incredible thing of like all the people that I have behind me, uh, Ed being one of them who's in the comments. And then they just like, they keep saying, oh, you'll be doing this full time. And, you know, in such a short time because we believe, they believe so much in how much I've grown on screen in the year that I've been doing it so far, even the, with the writing that I do here behind the scenes. And they keep seeing everything I do is like, what else are you gonna do? It's just like, you've done so much already. And it just seeing their words and like how much they support me just motivates me to do more. And I feel like, for example, I've one of the people that I was inspired by Ella, for example, and Denise online. So to see them growing the way they grow, I it inspires me to keep going and to work as hard as they do, work as much as they do, because they're all so busy. But it just inspired to see the women rise to the top the way they have in wrestling media. And I just, if I, if they inspired me, I hope I would become something similar to somebody else and inspire somebody else in the long run. Definitely. And thanks, Santana, our uh, head writer over there checking us out. <laughs> we appreciate it. Also, one half of the salt shakers, I have to say it. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, so only a year, Ashley. Like, I, I've seen your stuff, and you're, like, so professional and so good. Like, don't worry about anything. I love that. It's natural. Hello. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and I love your accent. Like, I think it's beautiful. So. I don't have an accent. I'm very Americanized and Californiaized. Like, I'm a Californian. <laughs> And, you know, we say hella all the time for everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess on the opposite end, we thought, man, nobody's going to think we're very Californian and we're very American. <laughs> just, just, just be yourself. Um, I guess, yeah, Daphne, the same thing, like growing in your podcast and just feeling more comfortable. Is that like, just, is it help? Like this community we're building and not just as, you know, Latinas, but as like, women in this company you know not men in this in this industry um yeah like how does that feel um again definitely really inspiring and being able to get all the help and advice definitely goes a long way and it helps me to actually keep going and help them out and being able to have that going for everybody else in a good way yeah we're just one big fa happy family. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> we okay. have a couple questions from your co-host. <laughs> How important is it to have people who talk like you and look like you in terms of gaining confidence and the drive to succeed in this endeavor? Good job. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to take it? <laughs> no, I guess I'll start. <laughs> um, I feel like it's really important because I, for example, as uh, uh, they were pointed out earlier, it just, when you see somebody like blonde with the blue eyes, you're like, I, you know, I cheer for her, I root for her, but it's not the same because you're thinking they don't look like me. So you think, oh, that means that somebody that looks like me cannot succeed in this field, for example. Mm -hmm. And watching, you know, the ladies that I feel like they look so different, they, you know, they're tall, they're short, you know, they're curvy, they're skinny, it doesn't matter. And, but to know that because of their background, you think about it that way, you think, oh, she's Hispanic, she did it, and I can do it as well. 
And it just, I feel like it motivates you and inspires you because you see somebody that has done it. So you kind of see yourself like if they go this, you know, this way, then I could just follow up their footsteps and kind of go along that way. And I feel like it, I think about if they grow, then I can grow too. Uh, so like, for example, as I said earlier, somebody like Denise who's done so well in, you know, wrestling media, you think, you know, she's Hispanic and she's, you know, she's loud like all of us and she's fiery when she does her stuff and I love what she does. But seeing her and what she does, she's not letting anything that she is about her identity stop her from succeeding. And that's something that inspires me to continue going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I also think of like, you know, we didn't get, they're not, unfortunately didn't get to have them on the show, but you know, Iridian and Teddy of Rest Friends, like another like strong group, you know, another, I mean, like we're on the same track, but I'm still like, I look up to them and like, I look up to Iridian, like you look up to your peers um, and what they're doing. And you're like, it's not a competition. It's like, oh, I want to do that. And it makes you want to work harder, yeah. you know, no matter what. I was like, oh, they're doing this. Yeah, I want to do that, too. Like, OK, I'm going to like I want to hustle harder. I want to do that. Uh, but like people that look like you, like that is so important. And I don't think I realized it was so important until I saw like Molina. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know like you know thunder rosa you know like people <laughs> like that like that you're like whoa she looks like me she's mexican like me she's whatever yeah. this person you know it doesn't even have to be your culture to be like they just like the same thing as me and you're like mm -hmm. it's just mind-blowing and it is important to have something that you can grab onto and be relatable mm -hmm. you know yeah. bailey mm -hmm. bailey is somebody mm -hmm. i'm very much inspired by mm -hmm. you know I, I feel like her california you know, we're the same age. So like all of these things, I'm like, Bailey's an alternate universe me. Like I could have done it, you know? Yeah. So it's so important to just have that. Like, I love it. I love all the people we have and they just want to make everyone, I just want, everybody makes me want to be better. <laughs> I'm rambling now. No, go no, ahead. <laughs> I mean, just to, from a fan perspective, because like Alicia and myself, we, we have our podcast and our friends know about it and share it and amongst our friends. And it, it goes within our community and I've been approached by, you know, wives of my friends who are like, I've always loved wrestling and I just never thought like I had a space in it. And like, I love that you and your friend do this. It's so cool. So, you know, we're giving people, like, it's really important to have people who look like you represented in, in all fields because they'll see you and feel like you're giving them permission to just go ahead and enjoy it and have fun and not be ashamed of it. Or like not even ashamed or embarrassed, but just like, openly enjoy it and and talk about it because they're like i've been wanting to talk about this for so long it's like go ahead the doors are open let's talk um and, and it's not just being a woman but it's also being latina too because you know most of our my friends at least in california were mostly mexican um and again i've had like wives of friends who are like i didn't know you guys talk about wrestling in a podcast can i go with you guys to shows like i don't want to go alone and they feel safe we're creating like a sense of safety and just giving permission to go ahead and enjoy the things that they love it's, it's important to see people like who look and sound like you mm -hmm. yeah it definitely makes me feel like i'm not alone in that and being able to Again, learn from others, like, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. It just took me a while to get more used to it that way. So being able to talk it out and everything just gives me more motivation to want to do it more. Um, 
it took me a long time to actually interview a wrestler, so that's the first time doing that. In a long time, I always interviewed the fans, so being able to interview a wrestler finally, uh, being one of the main goals, has been really cool. Yeah, that's a big deal to, like, mm-hmm. I, I know the first time I was, like, texting them, you're like, okay, I'm going to do it, I'm going to ask them, and if they say no, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I got a yes, and it was like, yeah, <laughs> that feeling of yes and it's like you have to talk yourself up right and be like you could do it mm-hmm. you know you could you know and then you do yeah. it and you're like that was fun i want to do it again right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay so we're gonna switch gears because somebody is sending us another question it's a little it's in line but we got some rumors happening <laughs> Yeah. Selena possibly replacing Electra Lopez in Legato. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. Yeah, yeah, you're just throwing that one at me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I love Selena and I've I seen the rumors that she's returning today or tonight mm-hmm. during SmackDown. But for her, her replacing Electra, I didn't know about that part. So that's yeah. interesting. interesting. I mean, I don't want to say it's bad. I mean, it's good in the sense of like she's a great talker, and she brings eyes to the group she's in because she's done it with Andrade and uh, you know in theory before, uh, and but now just to think about her replacing Legado because I like what Legado was in NXT, so mm-hmm. I feel like they don't. It's like once it's good, it's like it's good. Don't break it or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. They try to fix it. It's good the way it's going, and I feel like they all have represented culture together, so I feel like. Her coming and replacing Electra will kind of change gears a little bit for the group. And yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Plus, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, they can talk for themselves already. They don't, they're not back talkers either. So I feel like they don't need that person to be that for them. So I, I'm in between about it. Yeah, I'll say this is confusing because I don't <laughs> think they need her. No. I think somebody else needs her. Mm-hmm. I like, feel like she should be a part of the group and not just anyone get kicked out like that. I mean, I would add her. That would be cool, yeah. maybe. I don't know. But put a, I, I think she could help raise somebody up. I don't think she needs... They're already as, too much like established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that was a little switch was thrown in the comments, so I just wanted to put that out there because I was like... <laughs> um, let's see. We have any more... Um, how important is it to you to highlight uh, your culture and who you are as a podcaster, as a content creator? <laughs> as I, I, think it, it. I my experience, at least, uh, I do a lot of podcasting with people that are from Canada and some from the U.S. Like Ed, uh, so I obviously want to tell people when I'm with them and just like let's not group everybody together so that people are like oh you're all canadian or you're all americans and it happens to me often that people is like oh you're american i go no i'm not you know <laughs> i it it took me a while for me to accept myself as puerto rican because when i moved here in the u.s a lot of people were like well you speak english very well to be hispanic and when i'm with the hispanics like oh you you know you just you could be white and then when i'm with anybody that's white, it's like you're too hispanic so it's like i feel like i never belonged anywhere in that sense i was always like in the middle so when people tell me, oh, you're American, it's like, no, I'm not. You know, I was born in Puerto Rico, raised in Puerto Rico most of my life. You know, if I know English because my parents raised me this way and I went to school and I, I was taught a lot of my way there. But 
and then moving here that made my transition easier but i don't identify myself as american because i was born and raised over there more than anything but now at this point it's like happened half of my life so it's about the same for me but i just my culture is always spanglish in the house you know spanish food spanish music and a little bit of everything so just like i don't consider myself american so whenever I, you know, I'm doing anything, I highlight, look, I'm from Puerto Rico, but I do live in Orlando. And I always specify that uh, whatever I'm doing in any way, anyway, because that's important to me. Because I, like I said earlier, you never know who's watching you. And at the end, they'll be like, oh, she's Puerto Rican. She's Hispanic. And look what she's done so far. If she can do it, then I can do it too, which is what's something that's really important to me. And it just, like, I, I tell my sisters, like, this is something that I dreamed of doing for such a long time. And I never thought I could do it in any way. And now that I do it, just like, I done a little bit, but I want more and I want to keep going and I want more. And I have, I started with a list of goals and it's like, I've made a lot of them come true to the point that I need, I need a new list now. So it's just nice to think about and just, I love doing that. This is what I love to do. And if I do it, I'm going to say, look, I'm Puerto Rican. I came from Bayamón, Puerto Rico. I'm going to keep mentioning that wherever I am, wherever mm -hmm. I go. And that's not going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> and for you, Daphne. <laughs> For me, it's more a bit different um, when it comes to terms of that. I'm basically from New York, so I never was actually actually born in Puerto Rico. I went there maybe about once when I was really little, so I didn't really get to fully experience it. But um, in terms of everything else, you know, I didn't expect to uh, actually have things go as far as they did, so I'm actually happy to be able to uh, have other people to most likely look up to me so that means a lot so i never expected that to really happen um i would like to eventually hopefully be a backstage interviewer at some point i don't know if that happened but that's like at the top of the list right now <laughs> it'll happen so far. <laughs> yeah thank you i'm i'm believe we're putting things out there oh, yeah. <laughs> so. amelia yes yeah, answer the question, ma'am. Oh. <laughs> um, what, like, how important it is for representation? Yes. You know, and, and for me personally? Yes, you. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, gosh, I, and I know this sounds like maybe in a way kind of dumb, but I never really think about my, like, my, um, what I am, you know, um, and because often I get, I get mistaken for other things. Um, a lot of people will think I'm like, uh, Filipino or Asian, and I'm, I'm not, but, um, <laughs> but I, I, and I don't have an accent and I don't like, uh, you know, my, I forget what the word is, but like, you know, the way I speak or the rhythm in which I speak is pretty, you know, American, I guess. Um, but I do like to see it in other people. And like, I feel like it especially needs to be highlighted because it's okay to not sound like this you know like it's good to hear accents and it's good to hear different um gosh i can't think of the word but you know what i mean like the the um, inflections yeah yeah it's good to hear those because and then there's even just kids who just can't get out of that sort of way of speaking and they're you know they're being told that they need to speak more like english and um it's i think it's important for them to hear that you don't always have to sound that way to sound smart intelligent and and to have like to be passionate about wrestling too like it, you, th there's no right or wrong way to sound so that you can express what you want and like how you feel about something. And so I think for us being able to like talk about wrestling the way we do, like when we started, it was just me and you talking about wrestling. We're just talking yes. about wrestling, how much we love it, what we love, 
the fashion, the yeah. drama, you know? <laughs> and like, and when we started to kind of see that all the other like, you know, content creators out there and like Iridian and Teddy and, you know, those wrestling girls, like, man, it was so cool to just kind of see a different perspective because our perceptions are all different. We're coming from like a West Coast, sort of, this is what we know and seeing like, you know, Midwest to like East Coast to like Mexico to Canada. I mean, it's it, representation is important everywhere, but I think especially because in our country, like we have a lot of, we're, we're an immigrant immigrant company or company. We're an immigrant country, and like it, it's just important to hear all accents. And I don't think you should try to get rid of your accents. Like I love hearing them in media. I know Lillian didn't have a big accent, but you could tell that she was Latina because she would like say words in Spanish sometimes and be like, it's really cool. And she would speak Spanish to like Eddie and was like, that's so important to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way because I feel very American. Uh, I guess I'm Mexican and like, you know, I just, you know, we're raised a different way. Like, again, very California very Mexican so I am American first but I know I'm Mexican and I know you know I, I, I love that part of me and I love like all our friends and my culture and it may not be exactly how I grew up or it may you know yeah you know like Selena you know I'm not like Mexican enough or American enough Wait, we excited? <laughs> yes, I'm more excited to be here <laughs> it just reminds me of when we were gonna meet Penta, and I was like Google translating what I wanted to say to him because <laughs> I wanted to say it in Spanish, and I, I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna say it in English. He knows. He knows what I'm saying. <laughs> she knew it. You see, your Spanish was fine. You knew what you were gonna say. <laughs> it was the cutest moment of our lives. But yes. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like I, I love the representation. Like I may not have grown up you know exactly like that but it is my culture and I'm like oh yeah I could feel that like reminds me of my grandma or you know whatever it's it's still a part of me even though it's not consistent like not you know what I mean like completely how I was raised or I wasn't like I didn't get to go to Mexico or anything like that like that's just but it is it is who I am it is in my 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 family like it is what I eat it's what you know it's what I look like I am who I am um, you know, like I may not know Spanish, but <laughs> I'm still Mexican and I still represent and I enjoy like people looking like me and, you know, it's, it's cool. Cause it's like, yeah, see, see one of us, um, we have some more comments. Let's put this on the screen. want to thank each of you for creating your own brand and creating a culture where people can know about your culture. Mm-hmm. Yes. They have demon Neva, Denise Salcedo. Yep. They're mm-hmm. all. We're here. We're out here. There's a lot of us mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. over wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got some more. We got another question. How important is it to not put all Latinos into one box and showing everyone that there are many parts other than being Dominican or Puerto Rican? Mm-hmm. Super important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so many different kinds of us. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> I just, I, I just said I'm very American, but I'm still Mexican. <laughs> I mean, even within Mexican culture, because we have our Tejanos and we have our Mexicans in California. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's a lot different. We're all different. And it's good to uh, make sure you're not putting them all in one box. 
Yeah, I feel like it's very important because I, I feel like for some reason, even though Puerto Rico belongs to the U.S., whenever people see somebody Hispanic, they think everybody's Mexican. Like, that's the only place in the world. And it happens very often. It's just like, you know, I, I'm not from Mexico, but and there's people from other places, too. And so Mexico is not the only place. It's just like, I know it's right connected to the U.S., but doesn't mean it's the only place. Just letting <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it happens very often. And then when you tell people, um, you know, I'm from Puerto Rico, they're like, oh, do you need a passport to get here? And I'm like, no, I, I really don't. <laughs> and it's, I think it's important because in Puerto Rico, they, they teach you about the U.S. history versus in the U.S. They don't teach you about Puerto Rico, that it belongs to the U.S. So whenever people are just like, oh, where's, you know, where's Puerto Rico? And, they, and they're like, oh, is it by Mexico? And they're like, no, not really. It just, and it's just like, it, I feel like it's so hard to explain it sometimes to people that don't have the knowledge of it. Uh, but I, I have friends who like, now I just said they're so open-minded when it comes to learning about my culture and you know my speaking Spanish and teaching them words here and there and like learning about my culture and the way I was raised and the way it is with my family compared to theirs which is what I love about and this is something that I wish more people were like instead of just being close-minded thinking there's only that one culture because there's more than one and just like them no, because you know Puerto Rican doesn't mean everybody's gonna it's just gonna be the same you know because you know somebody from Mexico they're all gonna be the same I feel like we all support each other and we all have our similarities but we have very big differences too like our cultures are so different mm -hmm. and yeah. even like there's Afro-Latinas and people don't know about that like yeah. we come in different colors everybody yeah. <laughs> there's blonde ones like all of the spectrum mm -hmm. <laughs> Daphne, you got any, uh, I'm sure you do. You're from New York, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, I just like learning differently about, you know, not just Puerto Rican, but Mexican and all that other stuff. So it's nice really learning about the cultures and everything and how some are similar, but also very different. Uh, for me, I actually wish I actually got to learn more Puerto Rican. I only know very little. So that's something that I actually work on in the near future for me. I feel that, yeah. All right, we got another question. This one's a good one. What Latinx talent should people be talking about more? Ooh. Yeah, this is another one of my friends, Lawrence. He's one of my Canadian friends, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, um, I think when it comes to content, uh, like content creators, uh, one I'd like to highlight, it's Jose. Um, I'm looking at his handle just to make sure I get it right. Uh, it's the Jose can U, the letter U, and then the letter C. Um, but yeah, Jose, I, I like what he's doing with his podcasting because he's highlighting people that are content creators and he just started doing that recently and I've been enjoying this. I know he had Ella on recently, so that's, that's the one I listened to the first time. Um, but yeah, he just, he does a lot of charity streams as well every now and then. So I just like, I like supporting what he does when those charities come up and yeah, I just, I, I feel like it's not often you see somebody that does content, that's a content creator highlighting other content creators as well. And it's nice to see somebody using their platform to do something like this. Oh, lost money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have any uh, people in mind? Um, does it have to be new people or is it? Um, somebody under the radar, I guess. Like, I mean, not, you know, somebody, I guess, anybody not signed, I guess. Um, at the moment, no, besides the big ones as of right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's something I would have to look more into myself right now. Okay. I would probably, who, I'm just like, I'm, I feel like I'm drawing. Oh, wait, okay. I would say, like, you know, I know Sandra Moon's, like, killing it in the indies. She's amazing. If you have not seen her wrestle, like, oh, crazy. Um, gosh, who else is, like, I'm, like, 
I feel like now I'm on the spot. I'm like, I know who people are. <laughs> um, gosh, what's it like? Oh, Jordan Cruz is another one. He's a West Coast, but in like New Japan, another amazing talent. Um, gosh, I feel like Sky High. That's a that's a tag team that we see often here in California. They're out of Vegas. Amazing. Um, that's all I could think of right now. But I'm sure there's like way more because I see them. If I oh, forget gosh. anybody, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so many. Talented yeah, the only people. one I could think of is the guy that I actually interviewed. I actually look forward to. Okay, who'd you interview? Vic uh, Endurance. Okay. I didn't realize, yeah, he was Latin too, so that was really cool to learn hey. about him. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Also, rest friends, we'll just keep shouting them out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do, we can talk about them. Uh, yeah, so many talented people, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the spot now. I'm like, my brain's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know anybody. <laughs> Um, yes Mm we're forgetting how latin culture created pro wrestling at agro yes so there's like a lineage and i think that's also it's weird that there's not more of us talking about wrestling because it's literally our culture Literally, it's religion. <laughs> it's religion. <laughs> there's Catholicism, and then there's real. There's wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that just reminds me. Of, like, I think it was a Saturday show. So my grandpa used to watch wrestling in Spanish, and those Carlos Colon, and just like that's all I heard every now and then. Even though I wasn't watching it, I could hear it from the living room sounds. Yeah, that's something that it just it it sticks to you once you once you hear it. And I think another one for me will also be Eddie because when I started watching Eddie and Mr. being highlighted so often that just like I, I fell in love with them as you can see I'm the one with the low rider right there. Oh, um, I yeah, but Eddie Ed, Eddie has been one of my inspirations when it comes to wrestling. Like I fell in love with it, and I was like, I wish he could have still been with us because I I think he would have been such a great coach in the next team with the talents that we have right now. But I'm glad I enjoyed what I could when he was alive. And, you know, Mysterious has always been a constant for me, too. I feel it's one of those people, like, I'm being, I'll be pretty, pretty sad the, the day he retires. Because I feel like it's been such a constant person in my, you know, in my wrestling life. It's funny like that. But, yeah, those are the two for me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I don't want to think about Red Mysterio retiring, even though it, it'll happen. <laughs> I think it's happening soon, I'm pretty sure. But... I don't want to think about it. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero and, and Rey Mysterio are, are, are royalty, wrestling royalty. You know, you can tell anybody that and they're like, oh yeah, I remember them. Like, mm-hmm. even if they don't watch wrestling. Or, you know, I used to watch that. Like, that's They just that's have important. something about them. There's like a star power that like you can't recreate. Like, they just had it. Yeah, they had it. And Ray has it. Also, the fact that Eddie has inspired so many women, yeah, like is mm-hmm. so cool to me. Like you know, like Sasha, um, mm-hmm. you know, Cassie Lee, formerly Peyton Royce, um, EO. Like, there's so many people who are inspired by Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Like, and they're not Mexican, and they're women, and it's it's mm-hmm. so cool that that yeah. impact is still there. Yeah, he was I'm multifaceted. Just, he was multifaceted in a way that, like, he was so magical in the ring. Like, as a wrestler, he was funny. Like, his comedic timing was just 
unmatched. Like he was funny and he wasn't like in a way that it was cringy, you know, like he wasn't trying too hard. He was just natural. He was just so natural. And like, I think a kid, especially like a girl can see that and see that he's a much smaller guy. He's not a huge, like muscly, big monster man. And, and the way that he carried himself, whether he was a heel or, you know, a face was inspiring. Like, wow, you could be all these different things all at the same time in one person and, and make it work so well. Like it's not a surprise that he's so inspiring to so many different people, whether Mm -hmm. they're, you know, he, him, she, her, they, them. He had it all. He did have it all. I think another one too, like uh, Carlito was one of my favorites too. Oh. (laughs) That's somebody I definitely miss. Yeah. He had a swagger. He did. Swagger. Like, I I, I wish I even had just like a quarter of his confidence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You teach a class. All right. Well, I think we're out of questions unless anybody in the chat wants to put anything else. But I think I think we did it. I think we talked yeah. a little bit about representation. Astrid, you got anything else? You're my co-host. No, not, you know, we, we answered everything that we wanted when it came to our representation and how important it is to represent a little bit of everything. We're, we're a mixture. We've yes. come a long way from yeah. like people writing in on lawnmowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've come a long way. I thought we are going to go one whole show without thinking about that. <laughs> Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, since we are ending the show, let everybody know where they could find you. We'll start um, We'll start with our guests. We'll start with Daphne. Where can we find you? Listen to all the things. Uh, for the podcast, it's Anchor and Spotify. Also, Instagram and as well for Twitter. The Ahatsi podcast. Awesome. Amelia. Um, you can find me Kayfabe Queens, the Kayfabe Queens podcast with Al, my pal Al. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Daft Pansy. And like Daft Punk, but Pansy. And that's where you find me. <laughs> Astrid. Uh, you can follow me mostly on my Twitter, which is like my name, Astro Pizarro. And so it's my Instagram, but it's Astro Pizarro 20. Um, I usually do shows like Tuesdays reacting to NXT. And then t- even today, a little bit later on, I'm going to be debuting a show called Making an Impact with my friend Cody. We're going to be talking about Bound for Glory. And then after that, we'll be doing the Impact post shows on Thursdays too. And on the weekends, I'm the one that writes the NXT review, which is you'll see it on the website here on the weekends. Yes. And you could follow me, as you can see, at Al Yeah, uh, two underscores, Twitter and Instagram. And like she said, Kayfabe Queens. Um, yes, okay. Before I forget, follow Women's Wrestling Talk at everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all of the things, Pod. That is the, the handle everything. Watch all the shows, news Monday through Friday. We got your after shows. Um, don't forget to watch me every Wednesday, your Dynamite Doll with my girl, Mika. Um, yeah, I think we did it. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. And we will talk to you later. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.